To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. They're a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You're gonna love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Very happy Wednesday, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo back and. I mean, we're going to get into some cricket today after what the big show Glenn Maxwell did to Afghanistan last night. Greg Blewett's going to join us. He was all time. Yeah. You, might have, very, an, very you might have an apology to make, actually, to the big show, Dobby. I'm happy to make an apology today. Mm. How old is Glenn Maxwell? 34, I reckon. Oh, he looks older than that. If he hadn't made millions, mm. he's going to make it in the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah. How much do you reckon he'd make? I think he's okay. I think he's been I think middle. he's doing okay. Yep. As much as, um, as much as he would love... More baggy greens, more, more. He's got one, but as much as he would love more test caps, I think his bank balance is just he's fine. He's just fine. He's got very hairy arms, doesn't he? Ah, that Glenn would, Maxwell. That's something I haven't really yeah, looked have at. Have a look. He's <laughs> got lots of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Good observation. He can make uh, a rug out of that. Oh, Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to um, talk about an issue today, and I'm interested to know where you're all thinking. 2.30 Sunday morning, ahead of the Noosa Triathlon, my phone rang. Now, I have, since Williams turned 18 and started going out, taken my phone. I am normally put it on silent. Do not go near it till I wake up. But I've had to change that with an 18-year-old who's out and about because I just worry. You and know? you've been 18 once. Yeah, and I just worry. I just worry about a bloke out there. What could go wrong? Phone rings 2.30 a.m. in the morning, and I didn't even see who it was. And it was one of William's mates. Ooh. His name is Brady Henry. I'm going to say who his name is. And I'm thinking something's happened to William. <gasps> oh, no. And all he says is, mate, you don't have a tip for the Melbourne Cup, do you? Oh, you're no, kidding. No, not a word of a lie. <laughs> so you can imagine this is before nervous. And then Sunday morning, the what audacity. What did you say back? I hung up on it. <laughs> Sunday morning, the audacity. And this is, I'm going to read you. Well, that um, was Sunday morning, wasn't it? 2.30. p.m. once he's sobered oh, up. Oh, groveling. Hey, mate, sorry about the call oh, this morning, no. but I'd just been at the Dolby races and he's put some beer things there. And did he put at the end, by the way, what's your tip? No. <laughs> so I rang Will up and I just said, mate, tell him to lose my number. He goes, yeah, that's not on, is it? I said, no, it's not on. And Put I don't your know, friend on a leash. Yeah, no, you don't need to be calling. I did, though, in that moment, remember that I used to do the same thing to my mother. And I rang my mother on Monday and I actually apologised to her. <laughs> I said, Mum, remember we used to ring you and just ask you what the time was? We used to ring Mum on a payphone, like 4 o'clock. Mum, what's the time? She said, oh, it's not funny. I'm like, Mate, can you tell us the time we've lost our watch? And she'd just go off a tree. I mean, that's not. She's right. That's not funny. Well, it was at least, time. at least, Will's mate was asking for a purpose, like calling for a purpose. I think he was drunk. I don't think. He I really. I would argue you're you got to carry a little bit of the water for this, Dobbo, because I think you have blurred the boundaries with your with your son's mates. I think you have you. You're not Will's dad. You you wanting to be no, one of the no, boys, have no, you've no, blurred the no. boundaries and well, you've established this dynamic where 
Oh, Will's mate's just one of the one of the bo- Will's dad's just one of the boys. We can we can call him at two thirty in the morning. It's worse if you fire up because then they want to do it more. They want to see you lose well, like Ricky flip Stewart, your lid. Ricky Stewart fires up, and oh, now Andrew McCulloch, you know the former uh, Brisbane Bronco, his old party trick. He rings Ricky drunk all the time. <laughs> Any time he's Rings Ricky anyhow. Hey Rick, how are you? And like Rick's like nearly <laughs> close to blocking him. He's been doing it for years. Like <laughs> I mean years and years. His old trick is he just rings Ricky. Hey Rick, how you going, mate? How was the oh, season? No. Like just, just um, uh, that's his old trick. Random question for you, Dobbo. Do you remember the phone number you used to call from the payphone for your parents? Yeah. What was it? Eight six nine eight four four nine. Wow, there you go. 8698449. Yeah, 02-869-8449. Wow. <laughs> Do you remember your first phone number? Landline? Uh, no, I can't remember. 8297-3684. Oh, I, I, I remember Pizza Hut 3892 <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Hut delivery. Very big news today. 10.2 million mobile customers are reporting outages right across the country, including Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth and Canberra. Very bad day to be an Optus customer today. We woke up to the news. It was about 4am this occurred. <laughs> that Optus just went completely offline. But it affected so much more than mobile phones. It wasn't just that people couldn't call or text. There were so many other people were affected. So FPOS machines were down if you use uh Optus for your FPOS. Mm. You couldn't take card payments. Banks were warning customers that some of their services may not be available. And also Melbourne's train services were affected because they use Optus as part of their communication system. It was pretty far and wide across Australia. I think Northern Territory was the only state that wasn't affected by the Optus. I don't know what they were doing. Are they all Telstra up there? No, I'll tell you oh, what, regional, 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 mate. Regional Australia, they but prosper Darwin's today. metro, well, surely. Well, I mean... The Telstra network was strong today. I can just say to Telstra customers, we are the winners. And once again, <laughs> I just once again was cheering. Um, this was a bad day. It this was. was a really bad it was day. for a lot of people. Oh, and, absolutely. And now they're saying that it was most likely a software upgrade because they typically happen between 2 and 4 a.m. Well, the CEO of Optus, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, I believe is how her name is pronounced, she's just spoken to the ABC... <laughs> She said that there's been a technical network issue. Oh. She's like, no shit. Uh, but it's all, <laughs> but it was also she's gone on to say that this happens to telcos all around the world. It happens to other telcos in Australia. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's never happened to Telstra and it's never yes. happened before on this scale. I'm being that, on, this is, on this scale. This is not a day where you try yeah. and go, oh, it happens to them as well. Look, look at them. It wasn't just us, but it did. It affected so many mm-hmm. people. Oh, oh. Look, I'm just going to tell you now, we have Optus as our internet provider at home, at home mm-hmm. because Amity is an EPL fan, and if you're an Optus customer, you get free EPL, so she gets to watch a, a Liverpool. I was yeah. going to say bloody Liverpool, but she <laughs> gets to watch Liverpool. Yeah. So she couldn't. Now, she had some important documents. We're doing this renovation. Had to be signed today. She ended up going to Riverlink Shopping Centre in Ipswich and using the free Wi-Fi in the shops with the twins and the pram and a laptop and sat there to get – like, that was the severity of it. My great coffee shop, Garrett the Short Black in Ipswich, mate, FPOS wasn't working. He had to write a book today. He said, look, if I'm going to stay open, right, and sell copies, he just said, write your name and your number 
and when you come back tomorrow, hopefully you pay. Now, there as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, there'll be people that'll never come back. Yeah. They get their like, one copy. I'm picturing Amity like a backpacker, like bumming free Wi-Fi off. Like Mate, all she the literally texts me. The, the text message I got of her, um, and it was this morning. She's like. I'm at, I'm, I'm there and I'm getting, I've started the boys Christmas shopping. I'm using the Riverlink <laughs> Wi-Fi. The lineup at Optus is insane. I'm having to send those documents. Oh, Do you know the, the, the other incident that really surprised me today? We had here at Triple M a security guard downstairs and I heard him having a conversation with other employees in the building saying the communication for if you get stuck in the lift when you press the call button. That's Optus. So he was specifically there at our door. If you get stuck in the lift, that you press the call button, he'll come and get you. <laughs> oh, look, it affected businesses everywhere. And I, the toll on families and businesses, I, I know we're having a little bit of a joke about it, but it was it, it, it's a serious thing because people, we, we've become so reliant on, on the internet now. Yeah. We've become something, we don't want cash. Mm. Well, how are you all going now? Yeah. When cash a tel- economy, yeah. Telcalypse happens, it's over. <laughs> well, one triple three five three. we just heard that obviously the, the lifts in our building, they had to have a security guard applied. Uh, Dobbo's wife had to go and do business from the free Wi Fi. Your, uh, your barista's running a, a book, an honesty system at his coffee yeah. shop. One triple three five three. How we want to get an understanding of how this Optus shutdown. Uh, actually affected you, whether personally or your business. One triple three five three. if you can call us, uh, let us know how the Optus stuff-up affected you in your life. How did you survive the Optus apocalypse? Troy from Burpengary, how did you survive the Optus apocalypse today? Mate, of, of the morning we have uh, Sunrise on in the background, and they their studio, their brand-new studio, must have something to do with Optus because Natalie said, we are going to run it like less lighting because we've got no aircon in the studio and uh, I hope we don't melt while we're here. So Sherlo and, and that were just, they had no, and if you've ever been in a studio with it's full hot. lights, you know, the heat. Oh my God. Comes off those. But yeah, they, they'll run and break sunrise this morning with no aircon because of the outage. Yeah. Didn't even think of that. Poor yeah. Sherlo and Nat. My face would have been melting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm sure that they would have been compensated for it. Dave from Marumba <laughs> Downs, good afternoon. How are you, mate? G'day, team. I'm well, thanks. Long time, first time. Oh, good on you, brother. Dave, good, good on, on you. you. Dave. How did, and and Do- yeah. Dobbo, you and I have actually uh, met and emailed each other back and forth when I used to work for Hewitt Cattle. Oh, right. Good man. Mm, so there you go. Great Mick Hewitt, mate, one of the best. Big Mick, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, no, I now work for a company that um, we work for the, we're a subcontractor for the state government. Yep. And we are the uh, essentially the coronial undertakers for the Queensland Police Service. So if there's a, a reportable death we need to attend to, uh, we will go to it when the police call us and our whole company runs on Optus. So, oh, I didn't even think of that. So if, any, if somebody was killed or passed away this morning, um, yes. you had no, no knowledge or were unable to go and collect the body yeah. to take them back to the morgue? That, that's correct. Uh, oh pretty much gosh. it was a fingers crossed situation and the boss is running around like a headless chook. And I was, the, again, Dobbo, mate, being a country fellow myself, I've got Telstra. I was fine. But <laughs> yeah. The whole company's run off my bloody mobile. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's Dave, it. Did, did the, when did it come back online for you today? Um, it actually wasn't too bad. It was about 10, 30, 11 o'clock okay. this morning. And so but was there a bit of bad. a backlog effect? Like once it, did you find that you had a whole bunch of calls coming through once it did get back up? Well, we, we rang police communications and just gave them my personal mobile and said, call this in oh the meantime. 
So uh, I, I was fielding all the calls. Oh, Dave, anyway. that is that is. I, mean, I never even thought of the Undertakers. Yeah, and I, I never thought. I mean, every single facet of the community was affected by this. Hey, Dave, yeah. mate, for yeah, for, mate. for for putting your own personal mobile up for the good of uh, your business, mate, we got a double for you to get along to see Grinspoon, the iconic Aussie rockers. They're coming back. Fortitude Musical, November tenth. We'll send you along. Mate, that's awesome. Thank you. It reminds me of me being a little bit naughty at high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, the police there. have got your number now, Dave, so <laughs> yeah, they behave do. yourself. Shannon from Morningside, how did you survive the Optus apocalypse today? Uh, it lost me quite a few jobs throughout the day of uh, driving. Well, you're an Uber driver. Yeah. Oh, I never thought yeah, of the yeah. Uber drivers. Just because people couldn't book with you? or? Well, it just stuffed up the mapping system and... Yeah. Trying to find a address or anything like that, and the car one's pretty much useless. Yeah, they're a bit yeah, old right. now because we all I use didn't... our phones, so we don't update the GPS in no, the car. I didn't think about the mapping system. Yeah. Actually, my GPS would be very old. Hmm. Hey, Will from Runcorn, good afternoon, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Again, like Dave, long time, first time. Yay! Good on you. What do you reckon? You liked it today, did you? I was a little bit like you missing your wife talking to you all day. You know, <laughs> couldn't talk to her. It was friggin' awesome. It was quiet. It wasn't vibrating, buzzing, ringing, carrying on. It was bliss. Could it go out for another 24 hours? <laughs> this weekend, the three of us will be competing in. Here comes the money. Showing me the money. Telling me. $90. The Triple M Rush Hours Garage Sale Challenge. That's right. We're having a garage sale challenge. Because we're not competitive, is that why? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> well, one of us is. I think three of us are, if we're yeah. being realistic about it. This is it. We are having, this weekend, the three of us, we are heading hitting the streets to find treasure amongst the trash of other people's lives. I'm very much looking forward to this. Me too. Very much. Mm. I know exactly where I'm heading. Oh, I know do exactly you? what I'm heading for and what I'm looking for. Well let's, sit, well, let's establish the rules to this challenge. All right, go. Good competition needs some good rules, solid rules. How much rules? money are we allowed to spend? Well, what do you think's fair? What's a good starting point? What's what's an? It has to be enough that you can actually kind of. I think a hundred's too much. Wow, way too much. Yeah, I think you can get some good items for what fifty dollars? Fifty bucks? I haven't been to a garage sale in a while. I don't think twenty's enough. No, you're pretty limited with what you're going to get Yellow there. Monday. Yeah, let's make it 50 Yellow right. Monday, yeah, like for a, a little okay. $50 note. So everyone's yeah. allowed $50. Yep. You don't um, You don't have to spend all of it. I guess if you find something you think's gold for 30 bucks. No, you spend no, it all. I think you've no, you've got to spend, spend all, all of it. You've got yeah. to spend it do, all. Do you think we should be able to, like if you can get two things for 25 Oh, multiple items. I think you can yes. get multiple items. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Like that, that, yeah, that increases your chances. It has to be a garage sale. Your old chestnut, the dump shop, it's off the page, mate. You're not buying from the dump shop. Objection, yeah, objection, no Your Honour. No, no, it's no. not a garage sale. That is a, a, a business that is a open seven days a week, and that is not a garage sale. So what, that is not on. You can't. You don't fight at the dump shop. You yeah. don't fight yeah. over oh, hey, them. So hey. you need to go <laughs> hey, to hey, a I can garage tell you, I can tell you, Wednesdays at the Reedy Creek Recycling Centre, when new stuff drops from the weekend, there's fights. <laughs> there's fisticuffs. No dump shop. I no dump it. shop. What? Nah. Because you can go to the dump shop at 11 a.m. and there's stuff there. Yeah. If you go to a garage at 11 a.m., there's nothing left. So you need to be there on opening. You need to fight it out with everybody else. 
garage I want it on record. I'm not happy about this rule, but I'll accept it. But I'm not happy about it. I want it on record that I don't care. Okay. All right. Okay. No dump shop. The dump shop is off off limits. And no antique stores or anything. It has to be a garage sale. So it has to be at the front of Nan and Pa's garage. It has to be Carol and Barry's garage. You walk (laughs) in there past the sheet and you haggle with them for... Good items. Okay. All right. So 50 bucks, you can buy more than one item. You've got to spend the 50. Yep. And it must be purchased from uh, an actual garage sale this weekend. How are we going to judge who's best? Well, we'll need to get a professional in. Okay. Correct. Next week. Yeah, somebody values it, and whoever has the the biggest spread from what they pay to the valuation. Oh, okay. Simple. Done. Okay. There it is. Do we all agree to buy these these rules? Everybody say aye. (laughs) Aye. I just want to flag something quickly. Yeah. We had a competition last year, and it was cooking a cake. And we all went to a lot of effort, except there was one member of this team that decided to go downstairs to the Coles, and he bought it. Mm. He bought a cake mm. and then he entered it and he cheated. And I'm we knew glad he cheated. you brought that up, Dobbo. Mm. I just want it on record that sure. if we're doing this, everybody. And then last week we saw at Noosa Triathlon, somebody, that same person, cheat as well. Someone's I'm just got flagging a no cheating. There's a difference between cheating and finding loopholes, guys. That's all I'll say. So <laughs> no, no, there's no loopholes. We're closing You're going them. to a garage sale this Saturday. Loopholes officially closed. I promise I will go to a garage sale this weekend. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you missed it, this was the culmination of one of the greatest innings of cricket ever played. We just need five, five runs. Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it high. Can it make it? It does make it. Glenn Maxwell. Unbelievable. The most remarkable thing you'll probably ever see in cricket. Staggering. Absolutely the first ever double ton by Aussie at an ODI World Cup. The, the, it makes by it even man. better. Linda Clark did it. Oh, true. Did she? Yeah, she oh, did. My apologies to Linda Clark. So he's the first and highest man to oh, do it. There we go. Yeah. Seven for 91, chasing 292, mm. and they get there with three yeah. overs, 201 not out from 128 balls. Well, we're joined by a man who knows what it's like to uh, be out in the middle in a game such as this. The one and only Greg Blewett. Bluey, I mean, where does this innings rank for you? Well, it's got to be the best ever ODI innings ever, in my opinion. That is just unbelievable. Like, as you just said, coming in at 7 for 91, uh, had a bit of luck, got dropped on 24, Mm. and on 33, the one on 33 was just an absolute (laughs) sitter. But it looked like he was thinking, oh, okay, well, we've just somehow we've got to make this less embarrassing than what it is at the moment, and, you know, started playing a few shots. And then... It just went on and on and on. And then, you know, all of a sudden they're a sniff. But if, I mean, everyone's driving home now. If you haven't seen the highlights to this innings or seen some of the boundaries that he's scored, particularly from 100 to 200, because he can't walk, he can't move. He's just literally standing still and using his arms and his wrists to just manipulate the ball to wherever he wanted to. It is it is just unbelievable. Bluey, um... My generation, and, and I'm sure you feel the same way about this, have always talked about that innings of Michael Bevins at the SCG uh, and when he won the match on the final ball. And at many, it's been regarded as a great one-day uh, innings. It, this surpasses it. It, it is now in, in the history that Glenn Maxwell has the best innings without doubt. But 
I don't want to take it away from him. It's against two teams that where he's had success. He hasn't done it against India, and I've issued an apology or Pakistan or England. Can does that hold the same gravitas? No, Afghanistan are a decent team now. I mean, if they had have won last night, which they should have, they they were a decent chance of making it into the semi-finals of the World Cup. So. On that particular surface, they've got some world-class spinners. Um, they've got a decent quick bowler now as well. So, nah, for me, under that sort of pressure, that 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 holds up, definitely. Um, so, I mean, we, we know that Glenn's capable of some amazing things, but um, that was... I mean, I woke up this morning, and my wife doesn't know anything about cricket, and she's like, you've got to, you've got to see this. Glenn <laughs> Maxwell has gone crazy last night, and then... When I saw some of it, I'm still scratching my head. I just can't believe it. Cricket greats like Michael Vaughan and Sachin Tendulkar have equally said it's the best ODI thing they've ever seen. (laughs) Would Glenn Maxwell look at that and just take it in and absorb how wonderful that is to get great feedback from some of cricketing greats? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, yeah, Maxie reads a lot. He would know... (laughs) Um, all the comments, he'd be taking it all in. Don't worry about that. He, he does. I mean, I think Maxi knows that he's that he is something special. Uh, and, and that's not like saying that's not, not having a go at him. But I, I think he even would have been coming off last night, you know, just going, what just happened? Because that is amazing. And as I said, I mean, from he's had these full leg cramps. So from, from 100 to 200, he just – it is quite remarkable. I mean, we all – we all grow up, you know, coaching and saying, you know, move your feet to the ball. And, all, well, that's just gone out the window now. If you see, see that, you can, you can just stand there and deliver. It's just a flagpole. What kind, of money, <laughs> what kind of money does he make in the IPL? Like, I mean, I look at now the, the earnings off the back of it when he goes back into the IPL and, and stuff like that. Will he be the highest paid player? I know he has been in the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. You're right. It's innings like that will just, his worth will just skyrocket now. And he's done it in India at the World Cup. So, um, I mean, he's always been very well paid over there. Like, he's always been sort of between one and two million. Um, I think his last contract was about one and a half. So, um, yeah, their salary caps are just going up and up and up at the IPL as well. So, who knows? If, if only you'd uh, stuck around a bit long, Bluey, you could have been cashing in too, mate. Uh, now, <laughs> from a broader, obviously, Maxi's performance last night, from a broader team perspective, though, it does uh, bump Australia up into third on the overall ladder. Uh, India, obviously, still undefeated at the top of the table. Where's you, England at the bottom? England, uh, yeah, they, they, are, they are stone cold last, Liesl Jones. Yep. I'm glad you brought that up. We should be reveling in that. Um, but, Bluey, do you see that as the final, Australia-India? Do you think that's where w- would be the best representation of the, the the best two teams in the world? Uh, well, South Africa have been great as well. So um, they thrashed us. I think it was in the second game. Um, so they deserve to be there as well. But as we know, South Africa and World Cups don't go well. Uh, at some stage, there's going to be some sort of implosion. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it's uh, when they play us in the semi-final. But the other great thing about that result is that we do dodge finishing fourth, and, and we would have played India. So um, now, now we've got a really good chance to go all the way. And in a final, um, and if it is against India, if we do get to the big dance, I'm backing us all the way. Imagine if South Africa could win the Rugby World Cup and this. Mm. Imagine the double. That would be incredible. If we want any country to win, that would be pretty cool. 
No. Triple M's own Greg Blewett. The ODI World Cup continues on. Australia are flying. He's hoping the big show can uh, deliver some more runs for us. Bluey, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Pleasure. Anytime, guys. Just when I think I was getting um, into a good place in my relationship, we've hit another speed bump, uh, my wife and I, and she feels that I'm in the wrong. And I just want to explain to you guys today that I, I actually think that what I've done is one of the most thoughtful um, things for a family. We all spend Christmas at Rainbow Bay, um, one of the best places in the world. Um, down near Cooley, we all know how much I love Rainbow Bay. It's a beautiful part of the world. And Christmas Day, there's 15 of us. We have a lot of extra people as well, 15 families. So there's close on 20 people. And I always like to do something. Um, last year, I, I got hats made up and we had special things. And so this year, I went about finding something that would be able to cater for everybody. For the whole the whole group, from the twins that are seven months all the way up to Vern, who is in his seventies, so I've gone off. I will say without any discussion with anybody, I just took it off my in my own liberty to go and buy a slushy machine mm. for the family. Gummy, and this is like got two barrels. It's a two barrel slushy machine. So the double the, barrel. The thought behind it was one of the slushy machines. One of the sides will have alcohol in it. I'll make alcoholic slushies for the adults. And the other side for the kids. Someone operating the slushy machine? Well, you, it's got a handle. I'll get it all going in the morning and then people can just come up and but they can just pour that themselves. with it. Serve themselves. Yeah, you're seeing the Kid, same problem I yeah. am, aren't you? Well, hang on, hang on. Kids in Malibu don't go together. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be sufficient warning stickers on the alcoholic side that can one side's read? alcohol. Your well, twins are seven months old. They're not they going to crawl read. up and get one. I'm talking about my 14, 15, 16 year olds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah the because famously 14, 15, and 6 year olds don't like to sneak drinks on Christmas Day. Well, getting, they rules. getting them grogged <laughs> is not the issue for me. Right, because I think I trust my family and I know they're responsible, okay. so I'm not worried about that. What I'm where I've come to a speed bump is one, I may have mentioned this to my father in law before I mentioned it to my wife. Oh. And he happened to just in passing mention that, you know, this was ha- happening and the slushy machine was happening. So then it's created a few issues. Now, there's a little bit of an issue around the price. Are they expensive? Well, wh- 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 how can you put a price on happiness? And you think about everybody. Well, how you happy. try. You try and put a price on happiness. <laughs> try and make us try. happy with the price. Go on. A brand new slushy machine. That's like, brand new. It's brand new. Okay. Yeah, and like it's mm. two barrel. Like it's not a single. Yeah. Well, sixteen hundred dollars. <sighs> I, I I don't know. That doesn't it's make a, me happy. I'm shocked. It's a fair bit of happiness. Well, I can it's tell a you lot now. Of happiness. I've got kids for a long time, as you realise, and you think about the use that this machine's going to get. <laughs> birthday parties. I, yes. Six-year-old birthday parties. Oh. I've got Celeste's 18th next year. Right. There's going to be a lot. Ava's 18th mm-hmm. in time. I, I didn't see the problem in purchasing the slushy machine. I did it out of the goodness of my heart for okay. everybody to have enjoyment on Christmas Day. You yeah. know, you can rent them. Why you would you do have, that? Why you would you rent buy that? them. Why would you rent that? Mm. Because Just rent one off. Then where is it going to sit? Well, this is another issue that Amity <laughs> came about asking me when she found out that I'd bought the slushy mm. machine. It's going to go rusty in between the time you use it next. No, it won't, Lisa, because it's going to get used a lot. 
that the purpose of the slushy machine is that it's going to be. Is it though? Well, I'm going to have parties. Like people yeah. come over, slushies, like you know, like like slushy parties. On a hot summer. On a hot summer. Listen to what you When you come over, when you come and visit me on holidays and you and your children are hot and I make you a slushy and you don't have to pay for Uh, it, you'll be very, very different in your opinion of this. A grown man having a slushy party. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't gone down well anyway. I'm just saying the purchase has put me in the doghouse. And it even got bought up last night. We had our wedding anniversary the other day. It got bought up last night again. <laughs> Why would you go and buy us without any discussion? And she's not one of these people to ever. But I am having the overseas boys trip, and now the slushy mm. machine it may have tipped oh, her over the edge. You're pushing your luck. Yeah. Look, look, Steve in Eaton's Hill, Richard in Banya. People are calling through. I don't know what about. I don't know whether people are trying to support you or not. But if you are like Dobbo and you've bought something that's left you in the doghouse, we want to hear about it. We want to try and make Dobbo feel better. One triple three five three. If you've would you admit the... that I shouldn't be in the doghouse, both of you? No, no I, I can't admit that. I reckon you probably want to. Would you buy a slushy machine? Want to start renovating your doghouse? <laughs> I reckon you'll be spending a fair bit of time there. <laughs> we'll get you a dog bowl. <laughs> One triple three five three. Talking about the purchases that put you in the doghouse next. Triple M. Sue from Upper Kedron. G'day. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Dolo. How are you? All right. Did I, I think I made the right decision here? Hell yes. <laughs> You, you, own a sl- you own a slushy machine, do you? I own a slushy machine, a double barrel one I've had for almost 10 years now. Here we go. My kids were um, 10 and 11 when we purchased it. Yep. The reason why we purchased it was to save money on hiring. Yes. We have used it for so many functions. We've had friends borrow it. We've had the alcoholic and the non-alcoholic mix, you know, in the same one. The kids knew better. You don't trust the kids, you make a Coke one and the adults pour their own spirits into their Coke, make it as strong as they like. Ah. There's nothing better than a Bailey's slushy. A Bailey's slushy? You You get the chocolate mix with a bit of cream and a couple of bottles of Bailey's in there. I'm all turned around on the subject now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So mine is still kicking after 10 years, still going along and... It's been to very uh, quite a few parties. It's the, done fiertieths, fortieths, eighteenths, twenty-firsts. All is, the ages. This is exactly why I went about going and buying. Imagine one. a wedding slushy. That'd be nice. Thank yeah. you, Sue. Shane yeah. from Labrador. Did Dobbo make a good ch- purchase with his slushy machine? Mate, legendary. Um, <laughs> just, just a. Uh, I've got my own. My sister owns a uh, business on the Gold Coast that uh, does the daiquiris. Yeah. Uh, uh, she puts the machines and pubs in that. And I'll tell you the the good ones to get. Um, pina colada. Good yes. choice. Um, yep. Also, would you believe um, fruit tingle? That's really oh, popular with the, with the adults. Yum. And uh, for kids, blue lemonade. Thank you. Oh, yep. very nice. <laughs> yes. And I might and, just sell um, a few of them as well. I might actually start a business up as well. That's so, one thing well, you hate doing, isn't yeah. it? Making money. The thing is you can't get your mixes. Uh, you can't get the mix from um, supermarkets because it's got to be an antifreeze. Oh. Because otherwise you'll clog the uh, spiral. So where so can you get the mix from? from? Um, Mr. Murphy? Well, no. no well, Costco? Um, if you... If, if you call no, if you call me back or whatever, oh. yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get those details. Well, yeah, nice. You're down the Gold Coast. We'll get those here. details. It seems like you, according to the Triple M family, Dobby, you've made a wise investment. Well, Dan from Alex Hills, uh, do you think that I have made the right investment here? 
Yeah, well, it's not about the investment, mate. It's 65 bucks per person. Mate, it's your family. Yeah. Who cares what it costs? Yeah, that's you exactly did, right. did something nice, mate. You put yourself up. Thank you. Thank Second, you. did the thing for the family, bud. Good on you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. No, that's exactly right. When you break it down like that, it, it, and if they use it twice, it goes back to 35. If they use it back, it's back to 16, you know, 17 bucks. Wait, how are you doing this maths? Well, you got all the family, right. right? How many people are there in your family? 20. Oh, right. right? Okay, all yeah, that's about right. Yeah, so you yeah. just back it back and wind it back. Sure. Like we use it four times. It's paid for itself. Yeah, you're right. You know. How much okay. is the cost of cleaning going to be? For I've already thing? had a text message of a friend who said that they'd happily hire it. So not only is it going to be utilised here, mm. there's going to be a hire fee now on my slushy Dobbo slushy machines. <laughs> what is the cost of mm. your sanity of yeah. children that are hyped up <clears throat> on sugar from slushies and the cost yeah. of your hey, over, over-hydrated yeah. people from I just want to give a slushy. big shout-out to the Australian Taxation Office, which is listening to this and hearing Dobbo starting a new business. Well, it'll be registered, as you all they Will all it? are. Yes, 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 they are. Charging GST on these slushies. 100%. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Leave that alone. But before we finish up, obviously the big story today has been Optus and the all-time cluster you-know-what yeah. that they've they've gone through. Massive brain fade. Yeah, huge brain fade. And we're not a show that likes to pile on traditionally. Oh, well, I can at times. <laughs> we're gonna it have depends a little, on the topic. We're going to have a little pile on today. While preparing for this today, we did a bit of investigation as a show, and we had a bit of a look around Optus and the messaging that they were putting out, and we stumbled upon their Twitter account. Now, yep. Optus has, uh, on Twitter, has just shy of 80,000 followers, and understandably, a lot of their messages today from people were probably Your asking, apologies. what the hell? And Exactly. They follow only nine people. This account, this Optus Twitter account, only follows nine people. They'd be pretty special nine people, wouldn't they? You would think so. Optus Sport, obviously one of their subsidiaries. Prime the Op- Minister, The maybe? Optus Helpline. No, yeah. no, pr- no problem. Ash Barty. Oh, She's an yeah. ambassador. She's an ambassador for them. She, she does the ads. has a role too. Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. Chief Officer of yep. Excitement or something. Yep. Dan Ricardo. Oh, Forget it. Yeah. Also. Uh, ambassador for. Also yep. an ambassador. Who else? And then you stumble upon a bloke called Matt. Yeah. Now, Matt's handle is at FK. Yeah, Matt. So I'll let you figure out what that is. And uh, only has 265 followers. Matt does. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Uh, and his tagline is, why do work when I can be tweeting? <laughs> Who is Matt? Do we know? It's a good question. You though, probably should be doing work and working on your English. Now, admittedly, Matt hasn't tweeted for a while. Looks like he's been radio silent. Like Optus. Do you reckon this could be a burner account, potentially? I don't know. So why you does Optus you, follow him? Well, I'm thinking that this could be like the CEO under an alias name. You reckon? Well, we need to find out who Matt actually really is. I yeah. agree. And why he's in the top nine people, the Optus. The only is it nine the official people. Optus it's, account? It is the official Optus account, Lisa. Really? I just don't know who this gentleman is. Well, I think we need to get to the bottom of it. Here's what I would say if we do begin this investigation. If you are, Matt, call us. I feel like Optus has got a bit on their plate right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really worried about their Twitter handle and their account? I'm not sure when we can expect a response. No. <laughs> so, Send one anyway. But rest assured we will investigate and find out who this Matt character is <laughs> that Optus is one of only nine people that Optus follows. Anyway, maybe he's to blame. Maybe he did it. 
Maybe. Whatever this technical issue was today. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to you on that. Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo. It's time for us to get out of here. Chance to win your way to the PGA again tomorrow. Lisa Jones, ciao for now. Dobbo. Farewell, my neighbours. We'll see you tomorrow at 4pm. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo.